broadcasting on the BBC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the BBC. Welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 44 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with uh, Damon and Trevor. We've got a ton of stuff to talk about on today's episode. Lots of DVC news, uh, you know, some things about dues increases, uh, you know, some new concept art from uh, Riviera's out. Uh, we, we've got the name of the River Country Resort, all sorts of stuff from Destination D as well. Lots and lots of news. But before we get into all that, we need to come clean. <laughs> we need to tell you guys what happened why we didn't we weren't on the air uh as we normally are uh we you know this we normally release episodes uh every other monday we had a little issue a little technical issue which prevented that from happening and so i'm gonna explain really quickly here we uh, recorded a really long episode last time <laughs> and Damon had to leave early. Damon was in the first part of the episode and then had to leave early. And so the second half of it is just Trevor and I. So if this doesn't match up with the other half of the episode, it's because these are two different recordings, but just think of it as one, right? sure yeah yeah think of it as like the good one where i'm in it and then the other one oh ouch Uh, (laughs) but we just wanted to be honest with everybody because if it sounds a little weird it sounds like it's a different show you know it it is a little bit but honestly you know it's it's the same content we just had to re-record this first part due to some technical issues so we appreciate that you know we want to be honest with you guys we don't want to just you know pretend like nothing i think the first one was better i I can never do it again i live in the moment so (laughs) Well, I mean, hopefully you just forgot all the stuff you said the first time and then, you know, you can just rehash Yeah, but what, what if I think about something different? Like, what if I contradict myself and then the recordings come out? Like, you know, well, like, I don't want to think we have no because... record of the original ones. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you say, so you say. <laughs> if I run for president one day and be like, look, you know, he had these two recordings. This guy can't even decide what he wants to talk about for rate increases and you want to elect him president. That's exactly right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's a likely scenario. Very, very likely. <laughs> Highly, very likely scenario. Highly likely. Well, so which should we want to talk about first here? We've got DVC news. Well, to I think start. we go. Oh, I think we go in order because I think we we started that way anyway, and then I just well, skipped out when you started talking about the boring stuff. Well, before before we did that though, <laughs> oh, we man. talked about the fact that you have a trip scheduled. Oh yes. yeah, we did forget about that. Yeah, we did. so we did. Oh my goodness, I have to go over this again. No, actually, that was fine. <laughs> um, so what we decided to do is normally we go away in June with our friends from Pennsylvania, and it's kind of been you know what we do every year. I, you know, excluding that, that cruise that we went on, the Halloween cruise, which was phenomenal, by the way. So I got a call from them. Well, no, I never get a call from them. I reached out to them trying to ask them when they were booking for June. And they said, oh, you know what? Actually, we have a different plan. And, you know, text me back. And I ended up talking to them. They said, hey, we're, we're thinking about going for Thanksgiving. Now, this was a few weeks ago. And I was like, oh, my goodness, that's that's a problem. Like, that's like three weeks from now. Like, I don't think I can pull that <laughs> off. So anyway, the long and short of it is, is that. He said, no, 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 I'm talking about next year. So I come and kind of said, okay, you know what? That actually is pretty interesting. It's good for me because this summer I'm trying to take a little bit of a break summer. But as I kind of told you guys, we, we have probably some extra hours we need to burn through. So two things are going to happen. So the first thing is, is that we'll be going next year for Thanksgiving, which will be great because I'm excited to see all the Christmas decorations. I've never done that before. And even though my wife has had that bad flu experience when she was younger, when she went there and she had to roam the parks by herself as like a 12 year old or 13 year old. Um, Cause everyone in well, her dad and her sister had the flu and no one could leave the 
hotel, but you know, she's gotten past that, I guess. And you know, she, <laughs> she told me we were never going over the holidays, but we're going to go. And uh, I think it will be fun. But what this also means is, is that for us is that we may take a Disney trip this summer that will be hotel only. So we'll do a lot of pool stuff, maybe play around a mini golf again, things like that, but we will not be going to the park. So it will be something interesting, but I am very excited about the Christmas decorations and Thanksgiving holiday. And actually I think even from after we recorded the episode that will remain lost forever, <laughs> I found out that I was going to go the day after Thanksgiving and I'm actually going to try to pull off an actual Thanksgiving at the park. Like you mean Thanksgiving day in the park? Thanksgiving Day in the park. I think I'm going to do it. Like turkey. I've seen the pictures. Yeah, I've seen the pictures, but I still think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to do it. That's going to be interesting. <laughs> yeah, I have like personal space issues, so it should be real fun for me. Oh sure. man, don't yeah. go to Magic Kingdom then. Oh, I'm th- that's the only place to go. Like, no, that's the <laughs> worst gonna... place to go. <laughs> yeah, but like I think it's funny because while Magic Kingdom, you know, slowly gets to be less and less enjoyable for us as the kids get a little bit older, like it's just kind of you know where they are in their life. For holidays, I don't think you can go anywhere else. Uh, Epcot has some good. Uh, Christmas related stuff so like they do like the Santas around the world on World Showcase so oh now that sounds interesting yeah so yeah there is definitely stuff in the other parks see if it's okay so hold on we do Santas around the world like that that could be like a mystique breaker for kids (laughs) right like because there's too many Santas is that well and I'm sure that they're not all our Santa, well, right? Like there, it's the different cultural Santas, right? So, correct. So it's, it's not always Santa. It's like you know, Father well, the Christmas three kings for Italy, that, right? Yeah, I guess I could see that. As long as there's not like multiple Santas, and then like you know, there's a problem. There's a you know, you know, kids are interesting like that. But that all being said, <laughs> so that was our beginning last time. I think this one may have been a little bit better, though. I don't know. I, I think it might have been a little shorter, actually. I think you got a little more concise this time. <laughs> where, where I, I don't know how to take. I don't know how to take that, but okay. I, um, no, it's, it's cool. Where, <laughs> I can where were you? That. I, I think you were saying you were going to yes. try to stay somewhere else, right? So, so yeah. So what we're going to do is at the 11 month mark, I'm going to do Saratoga. And actually, like I said, I like Saratoga. I don't have a problem with it. I know people think it's slumming, but it's a big joke. There's actually a Saratoga. Um, Facebook page and it's fun for all of us. But that all being said, I, you know, I'm going to book Saratoga at 11, but try to, you know, get my way over to Animal Kingdom because that's where our friends stay. Um, but if I can't, that will be fine too. Um, I'm not, you know, I, I think Saratoga will be nice. Plus, I think for the holidays, for Christmas, I think Saratoga will be fun. You know what I mean? To see the Christmas decorations in, in that uh, hotel. So well, that's our plan. And you got to hope that a lot of the stuff is open by then too, right? I mean, a lot of the rides should be open by then. Maybe even Star Wars Land, possibly. Ooh, that's the big discussion. I, I think that might be something that could like wet blanket the whole trip because if we come to find out that it's not going to be open, how how far? In, like I always forget how far in advance it can you cancel DVC? That's a good question. 31 days, I believe, without a penalty, yes. right? Okay. Yeah. So I think we'll know by then. But I think that what may happen is if, if Star Wars is not open, our friends might cancel, and then we would probably cancel as well. But we'll see. I, again, yeah. late fall is tough because, right, everyone thinks fall is like November, but fall goes into December pretty late. That's, that's very true. I, I just feel like if you're there at the end of November, I mean, I feel like they're going to open it before the end of the year, right? Yeah, I mean, I would think that there might be soft openings. Again, for Toy Story Land, I did not do such a... I didn't really ask a lot of people, you know, to to get involved in some of the, you know, things that they had available for press. 
Um, I think that for Star Wars, I probably have a little bit more of an opportunity to do things. Um, Because as you, I don't remember if I've told everyone on the show, but, you know, we got to go into the Star Tours early. Um, Like I said, we had the opportunity to interview George Lucas, which I actually declined because it was it was a tough decline. I get it. But I'm sure people are going to be like, you're an idiot. But I was on vacation with my family. You know what I mean? And my kids were a little bit younger and it would have eaten up a lot of my time. So I declined that. But we did get to ride the ride a few weeks early while George Lucas was there, which was kind of cool. So that was fun. So I think I would probably, you know, go that venue, you know, go that avenue again and try to ask to be able to get in some of these things early if that was possible. But we'll see. Well, sounds like you got a good trip plan. Yeah, it should be fun. Should be. By fun. the way, it is thirty-one days or more, uh, and then the points just go back into your contract. Thirty days or less. To, thirty days to one day before check-in, the points go into a holding account. So, what does that mean? Basically, the holding account you have to use those points within the use year. Like you can't. You oh, so you can't could cancel them. the day before and you just could. go later in the year. Yeah, you could. Yeah. No, I thought that you had to use them within sixty days if they were in holding. It's a, I, I just pulled it up. All vacation points will be placed in a holding account in the use year in which the reservation falls. Um, yeah, they'll, they'll expire at the end of the use year, uh, at the end of your use year if not oh. used. Yeah. Okay. So that's actually not so bad. I mean, I could pull out the day before and still, anyway. Yeah, I guess we'll yeah, depending happens. how far out your use year is from, from that day, right? Yeah, exactly. It just depends. Yeah, it just depends on November. when your actual use year is. November? Your use year is November. I think so. So they would probably be a whole expire. Year. Well, it depends on what well, year points be, you're using. Well, it yeah. says what it, in the year that you're using them. So, oh yeah, yeah. I, I guess I, I don't know how that works in because I don't know if the use year starts at the beginning of the month or the end of the month. I guess start it starts at the beginning. I believe. Oh, okay, so then yeah, I guess maybe you would have a whole year. Yeah. I guess you, yeah, you could have the whole year then because if your use year is November, then yeah, you would have the whole year to use the ones that are in your holding. That's pretty cool. Yeah, we'll see. Like I said, I'd rather go see Star Wars though. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, I mean, yeah. of course you want to see Star Wars. Yeah. We'll I see. just think, I think it will be interesting though because if I'm going during Thanksgiving and Star Wars, poof, man, that yes. will be, that will be interesting. <laughs> so, that will be interesting. Um, something fun, actually, so, since we, we talked the previous time we tried to do this um my wife and i are actually talking about going in november as well but we're going to be there we're thinking we're going to be there actually like the week before thanksgiving <laughs> how would you do us dirty like that and not cross over at all <laughs> well that, that is hurtful man so so here's the problem is that it's so kind of the same thing with you with space is that i i cannot do like that level of crowds, like if it, like if it's over a holiday and it's absolutely bonkers, I just can't do it. So we always plan our trips around thing around holidays. So like you're you're talking about leaving the seventeenth. Uh, I'm looking at like November nineteenth because the the problem that I have is is that with my kids in high school, I can't take them out that many days. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. my problem. So I can't like just say hey. But, you know, it was, what might be interesting is, is I probably can't take my oldest out, but man, I probably could take my other two out, drive down and let my wife fly down and drive back. Hmm, that'd be interesting. You let me know when you plan that. That would yeah. be fun. Because again, I'm going to go see Tom this weekend, which is nice, right? Because he lives yeah. three and a half hours away. So mm-hmm. that's easy. But if I have an opportunity to see you, Trevor, it's probably not going to come all that often. 
So I would really <laughs> hate to miss you by three days. That would be kind of that annoying. Yeah. I, yeah. I know. And, and like I said, we, we kind of started talking about it. And then when I looked at the dates, I realized that you had talked about about going. And I was like, I I can't. I can't adjust it to to go over Thanksgiving, but yeah, like, like maybe you're if right. You could maybe get can be a day or two that we actually overlap. So yeah, that would yeah. be nice. Like I said, because I think what I could do is maybe if I took the trip with my you know middle son and my youngest daughter, and then <clears throat> actually, you know, I have a good idea now because I was talking about my parents <laughs> coming with us, and um, ah. yes, and you know there was some. I see again, this is, this is, this is, goes out to a lot of people. So I, I, anyway, that all being said, maybe what I would do is I'd come down <laughs> with my parents early with my other two kids and my wife could fly down with my mm-hmm. oldest for high school, meet them down there. So right, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Let, we'll, we'll talk about this some more. Like I said, we haven't solidified anything yet, but, uh, yeah. Remember I got a book yeah. mine though, like next month. Yeah. Well, I'll do the same too, because it's the same thing, right? <laughs> okay. So try yeah, to I'll shoot for know. the. Try to shoot for the 18th or 19th. I can make that happen, I'm sure. Okay. I'll uh, I'll let you know dates. So, yeah, we'll, we'll stay guys, tuned. Welcome home. We might be having a... <laughs> yeah. We might be and having you guys a can do a meet and greet at, yeah. at the Upcat Lounge. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, wouldn't that be great? Oh, my I, gosh. I'd give out they, some pins. They'd probably kick us out. <laughs> they probably would. <laughs> just, just don't put your bare feet up on the uh, couches. People don't, people don't like that. <laughs> I, I think that's absolutely inappropriate as well. So, I'm on yeah. board with not doing that. I'm on board with it, too. Don't yeah. get me wrong. So. Right, but we have we have stuff to talk about because yeah, like yes, we okay, so we have to talk about the sharp dues increases. Sharp. Yeah. I'm glad Tom used that word. It's a I, sharp. It, they're it, they're it, so they, high that I can't even contain myself. I'm so angry. That, that whole like eight dollars, right? Yeah, six to eight dollars. <laughs> well, let me let me give you a quick rundown. So, Animal Kingdom, ten percent. Bay Lake, 8%, uh, Beach Club, almost 8%, Boardwalk, almost 9.5%, Boulder Ridge, 5.5%, Copper Creek, 2.25%, Grand Californian, 65 Grand Floridian, 4 Hilton Head, almost 11 Old Key, 75 uh, Polynesian, 9 Saratoga, 95 Vera Beach, 11 So that's, that's the percentage increases that we're talking here. Yeah, and I pay $82 a month. So yeah. I... I 10% increase, even though it's not even 10%. So it's going to cost me $8. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. There's not much to talk about. Like I said, I mean, it doesn't people really are mad, bother though. me that much. People I are mean, mad. I, I understand people are mad and I get it. But I mean, you're, you're talking over the course of a year, uh, less than a hundred dollars. I mean, unless you have 8 million yeah. points and honestly, if you have 8 million points, are you really even concerned either? Yeah. Like, I mean, you can afford it at that point, right? Uh, hope so. One would think, I mean, but you know, it just anything under a hundred dollars for the year is irrelevant to me when I know how much it costs to go to Disney. Like my again, so speaking of my parents coming down, I kind of priced out what they would have to pay, and I was like, "Yikes! Like that's brutal." Like I'm glad I don't have to pay that. So, you know, <laughs> I, it's not a big deal for me. I mean, again, not it's not even like it's not a big deal money wise. It's just the percentages is not that big of a deal when we're talking about dues increase. We're not talking about you know adding that onto your contract. Right, because you said that the Copper Creek contract increase for direct sales is going up from 182 to 188 by January. I mean, yeah, and that's nowhere that's near the same percentage. So yeah, that's that's the per point cost is going up if you buy direct from Disney. Yeah, so that's that's not a big deal either. I, I'm okay with this. Yeah, and and I mean, I guess my my thought on it is um, so like one of the points here is you know this is a lot of the dues go towards employee wages stuff like that. So you know. If this is just going to make sure that, you know, we all have a good time when we're down there so that, you know, the people that are, you know, 
facilitating us enjoying ourselves if this money is going towards that you know fine and also yeah the amount that my dues are going up um it's still less than you know getting a night at a value resort so yeah, exactly that's like <laughs> exactly like and that, yeah over the whole year and and i think we, um I, I remember thinking about this as well the, so the 182 to 188 i suspect that that part of the reason behind them raising the copper creek is that um with riviera coming we, we think riviera is going to be closer to 200 right uh, well, a little yeah, but, under 200 so, is my thought but sure yeah, so so I I think that the reason for this increase is that they're trying to normalize those prices a little bit, so that it's not a very steep like here's Copper Creek, here's Riviera, and then everybody is you know going to Copper Creek when and they're not selling any of the Riviera, right? Yeah, it's kind of a a sales tactic, I think. Well, yeah, I, I would agree. I, yeah, I don't think you're necessarily wrong about that. I, and I we we it's... all talked we talked about this whole you know being under two hundred from the psychological standpoint is a good thing right so yeah like it's when you say a dollar 99 instead of two dollars it's a it's a psychological thing right <laughs> yeah yeah and and that's actually kind of brings us to our next thing is is there was uh you know disney have, has released new concept art and an opening season for riviera um so the riviera is i out. did i did talk a lot about this now you i did. remember yeah, yeah riviera is scheduled to open fall of 2019 uh, we got some new concept art but still nothing of the rooms or inside the hotel just outside still but um we'll post those on the facebook post for this so you can check it out but uh, I, I don't know it looks more interesting the more i look at it and you were talking i think damon about the story behind it that you know like that there was more context to it now yeah, I mean, that's kind of what I feel like. I, I like that whole Riviera-type feel. I, I mean, I think it's got that feel. and makes it feel like something, you know, that's... I don't want to say resort-like because that's very, you know, cliche, but I don't know. It makes it feel a little bit more Riviera-ish. I mean, right? Like, I think they they picked it well. <laughs> I mean, just look, looking at that pool, again, I, I'm always a big proponent of understanding what the pool looks like i mean the, the rooms themselves i mean i understand people want to know what the rooms look like but what do i really care about the room so much i'm sleeping in there watching some tv right like i'm not hanging out um so what i think i would say is that i think the pool looks really nice there especially where it is in regards to the hotel and to the lagoon there so i like it but i think i started then to talk about what i i think i started to make the comparison between what we've seen for reflections right yeah, that's yeah. true. So we also, yeah, we, so the, the river country resort that we've been talking about for a while, the one that I got a survey for that I think my survey was discovery something, <laughs> discovery resort, something like that. It's got an official name and it's reflections at Disney Lakeside Lodge, which to me almost sounds like a, like a rehab of some sort. But <laughs> no, I, oh, I, yes. Cause I remember I was talking about a story about like lakes, how I don't like, that's the thing. Like I love the whole lakefront living and all that. And like, Going on vacation, we used to go to this place. I think it was called Wilson Lake, maybe in New Hampshire. I just don't like lakes anymore, right? Like they're kind of, kind of slimy and nasty, right? But I like that whole lakefront living. You know, if it was like clean and chlorinated. So I think that for <laughs> me, this DVC resort is going to be great. Listen, it's no, you know, haunted river country, which is what it should have been. But at the end <laughs> of the day, it's still something that I think I can get behind in regards to you know this whole. Um, 
let's call it a sterile lake environment, which <laughs> for me is awesome. Right. And then we started talking about the room numbers, right? I mean, right. They're talking about a whole oh, yeah. lot of rooms there too. Yeah. yeah 900 rooms at, uh, at that one. And Riviera's got about 300 units. So yeah, I think 900 rooms is going to be nice. I think it's, you know, what, Oh, cause what did we say? Saratoga was how many? I feel like we deja vu. <laughs> we did this already. Yes. We asked the same Sar- questions. Saratoga I, was about 800. So it was yeah. like 800. This yeah. is so this is even bigger. bigger. So, the yeah. only downside to this will be is where the buses are, right? And I mean, that's the downside to Saratoga. It's the downside to well, Caribbean, which is, yeah, you know how yeah, I feel and, about and, Caribbean. But. And that was the thing that I pointed out is that, so if you look at Riviera, it's it's like Bay Lake Tower, right? It's it's a large structure, so there's yep. a lot of rooms in a very small space. Yeah. The pictures of reflections, those those buildings are only like four or five stories tall, so yeah, we're kind of expecting that, you know, this is probably going to be a fairly wide resort. So, yeah, you know, internal A lot of bus stops, stops man. Yeah. yeah. If you're that last bus stop. And I think the problem that happens here, too, is when you have something like that, the people that are in the know, like, like they want the good rooms, right? So it's not even yeah. like there's really like this, oh, well, maybe I'll get a good room. Maybe I'll get a bad room. If you're not in the know, you could be far away. You know what I mean? And that, that's where it becomes a problem. And I think, you know, even people with disabilities and, and thinking about how far they have to go to get to the buses becomes a, a bigger issue when you're talking about these more spread out resorts. And what I find interesting is, is that's my big knock on Caribbean, right? Like, again, I, yeah, I feel I like, that. yeah, not having, <laughs> not having elevators between the floors and being so spread out with that many buses is the knock on Caribbean, right? So obviously, they, well, I can't say obviously, but I would assume that they're going to have elevators, right? But the, the other part of it, the spread out part, like, you know, that's a downside. So I'm hoping that they've come up with a better solution for that. But now is this, is there any gondola system? Like not here, right? That's at Riviera. No, that's a Riviera. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't know what they're going to do here to accommodate that because that can be a problem. And in, at the Polynesian, it's not so bad because even though they're not as many, right? And I think that's what the thing is. There's not as many rooms. So even though they're spread out a little bit more, it's not so bad, right? You walk to the bus, but you also have the monorail. So th- there's some other options. Yeah, well, you'll and, have a boat. And Polly is kind of unique in that, yeah, on one side of it is, or you have the monorail, you have the bus stops, but then you're also right next to the transportation and ticket center. So you're really, no matter where you stay, you're not, you're not disconnected, right? You're not, you're yeah. not shoved off in a back corner. So, That's the like, only thing I worry about this is that... Yeah, but. I mean, you'll you'll definitely have the boat to Magic Kingdom though. That'll that'll. I mean, I don't know if it'll but be I just shared. Talked about how I feel about Magic Kingdom though. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, and yeah. so you're going to be taking a bus any, everywhere anyway. Yeah, I mean, unless you end up buying at the Riviera and then end up staying there. <laughs> yeah, that would be nice. That Which is nice. going to be a prime location. I mean, you know, you're going to be. I like that location. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. a nice. great location. Um, so wait, yeah. so so I think then what happened was I skipped. Oh wait, I did a quick update to what I thought about this stuff. And then well, where, no, where, no, did, we, we go, where wait, did we go from here? Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. We, we skipped <laughs> We skipped ahead to talk oh, about the cameras. The cameras. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. So we skipped ahead to talk about the cameras. Then I went back and talked about all the other stuff that was boring me. And you guys talked about in the last part of the episode, <laughs> which everyone could just stop listening to after I get off. But that Damon, all did like, Damon does like a speed round where he just like gives like his five second opinion on everything that Trevor and I are about to talk about after. He Perfect. <laughs> All right, so I had but a big discussion cameras. point about this. Yes, I, I had a big discussion point about this because originally I was of the mindset that it was not a big deal, right? And I kind of well, went into this. 
Can we go tell ahead. everybody? You, what, you, yeah, like can we tell ahead. everybody what it is? I first? mean, since we're like three weeks late, I'm assuming everyone already knows. But sure, you go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, not everybody that listens follows all the Disney news that we do. So <laughs> and that would be an interesting poll because my guess would be 95 percent of them do. I bet that, a lot of people know this. But yeah. <laughs> so Disney's testing nine different character meet and greet locations that will get automatic cameras. And the the idea behind the automatic cameras. Uh, and by the way, Disney has over a hundred character meet and greets so basically they're taking out the fo- the live look, photo look, pass at, look at tom bringing better information to the table this time around <laughs> <laughs> i like so, that yeah over 100 so it's only nine out of a out of like well over 100 so but so they're they're i don't want to just get, a test though it's a test so there could be all 100 at some point exactly it could be it, it very well could be and I, I mean who knows if they do it but the what they say the idea behind is this is is that it will capture the moments from the experience of the experience from start to finish so it almost be like a Basically, like taking a video from the second that you start till the end, or like a burst. Look at, look at Tom stealing my stuff that I talked about last time. <laughs> See, <laughs> this is the problem here. You're not supposed to remember that you talked about it. That's what. It, but no, it's it's like they're it's like almost like a burst where they're it's taking a bunch of photos from beginning to end, and then you'll get more candid photos and get more, uh, you know, like more options of your interactions. We, 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 we with think, the ideas. right, and that's it, that's, that's a, what the idea is. Yeah. yeah, but that's an assumption, right? We don't know that for certain. No, that that's that's be, how Disney's selling it, though. That's how, that's as, how they're burst, selling. But burst is again. So we talk about this, right? Uh, is a burst ten pictures? Is a burst three hundred pictures? One hundred, yeah. I mean, we, I don't know. I don't know, right? So a burst is a very ambiguous term. But that being said, so I, I delved right into this one. This is all I wanted to talk about, which is really why I got on because I had to leave early, and I probably wouldn't have gone on if they weren't talking about this. That being said, <clears throat> Damon's so, really dedicated to the show, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Damon is moving in January. He has to leave, vacate his house. He has a lot of packing to do. And it's football season, which is why we're doing this early today. But once football season, so, well, you know, this brings up a good point, though. So when I actually move, I'm going to be at my parents' house for a couple months. So I'll see how that all works out. There's it's probably going to be a lot of background noise. Maybe we'll have the kids on the show. There you go. Maybe I get one yeah. of my kids to come on the show. There you go. <laughs> my daughter could come on and talk about some stuff. There you she's, go. All right. she's eight, I, I like so it. that will be even really that would be fun. All I right, get, so her and my son can go back and forth. We can see how that works out. There we go. Um, all right, so <laughs> this is my whole thought about this. When I when I first thought about this, I was kind of like very blase. I said, "Listen, you know what? It is what it is. It's going to help these lines move faster. What do I really care?" But then I thought about it. You know, my my wife brought up a very good point. Everyone has can have the same sort of picture. Listen, if you have. You know, Pluto, everyone's standing in front of the, you know, backdrop, boom, done. That's the picture everyone has. Those pictures are, you know, they're fun, but they're kind of boring, right? You don't really see them around people's houses or things like that. But then I thought about the pictures that I have for the photographers, especially the good ones, because listen, there's some people that are better at that job than others. Not to say that there's any bad ones, but there's ones that are better. It just is what it is. That capture that initial reaction as they see the character from an angle that is just perfect, right? I think those are things we're going to miss out on a little bit. And because we're talking about static cameras, you know, we talked about this before, is that, you know, even if there's two or three cameras, that would be better. But we know there's not. There's going to probably be to be one camera, but two or three now, cameras might be now you're better. you're stealing my stuff. So. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Me and Trevor talked about that. That's yeah. true. But what I said was, is that we're going to have a problem with, you know, having the same picture over and over because it's always going to be from one angle no matter what. And, and that's the thing that kind of, I felt like, eh, because as, as we said, if there's a video, right, at, at this point, you know, 8K video exists, right? It wouldn't put past Disney to throw 8K video cameras out there. You could pick any picture you wanted at that point from 
any part of the interaction. Forget about even burst pictures. You'd have a video and just pick it out from there. I think they may actually put an algorithm around it too so that you know they're going to pick X amount of pictures regardless for you. I'm you sure know. they will. Yeah, because I think that would make sense because otherwise you're just storing too much data and too many pictures and they yeah. don't want to get into that business. So yeah. I, I think that's where you're going to miss out on it a little bit is those sort of interactions. But on the flip side of that, there's been a few interactions where the photographer was busy scanning someone else's pass, you know, the person before you or getting ready for this or couldn't get their camera up in time and you missed out on a few things. So there's kind of this, you know, scale that we have is that, you know, maybe there'll be some more stuff that you might have missed. But, you know, from where will that angle be from? I worry about having the same picture because, like I said, when you go to people's houses, that's not the picture you would see if they printed one and put it up. You know, maybe that's the one they share on Facebook, but they all kind of blend together in that, you know, big sameness. I think that having the different angles, which is, you know, again, what Trevor was was talking about, you know, makes it a little bit better. And I think, you know, what happens, how does it dis, dis, discern between families, right? Like, I'm sure they'll try to do it yeah. with an AI algorithm, but what if they don't, right? I mean, we, every once in a while, you get pictures from other people's families, like, hopefully, you know, we won't have problems like that. So Trevor, I, I leave it open to you about multiple cameras. Yeah, and actually, so in thinking about this, when, when you talk about, you know, the favorite pictures, um, I think my favorite picture is the first time my wife met Chewbacca. We've got this picture of her and Chewie hugging. And it, it was clearly, you know, the, the PhotoPass photographer, you know, got off to one side and he got this picture where you can still see my wife's face and you can see the look on her face, but they're in a hug. If they've got these static cameras, how is that going to work, right? Like, how how do they make well, you're sure? You're just that, not going to get those pictures. Yeah, but so so yeah, that that's that's kind of the thing, right? Is you know, it, I mean, definitely the different angles help. And, and like I was thinking, you know, like like possibly five different angles, you know, to kind of kind of almost make a half circle around the space because then you can get those side like you yeah, know. Think when, of the data we're talking now, though. I know. I know, I know, I, I, but uh, you know, we're, we're, we do pipe dreams here, so. That's right. Yeah, so. And, and you know what would be interesting about that? So, so here's the question. Would you take five angles, AI picks the pictures, or would you take one angle, whatever picture you wanted? Hmm. Yeah. That's a good question. Hmm. That's the real question. And do I think they're going to do five cameras? No. Do I think they're going to do two cameras? No. I think they're going to do one camera. And listen, if it helps move the line, there is a benefit to that, right? Because I think I talked about that last time too. You know, yeah, what we have in line is we have a lot of kids that get upset because the wait is long because they're waiting to see their character and because they can't, right? You know, because it takes too long or this and thing. If it moves the line along, you know, those kids are, are not necessarily going to be the ones. I think, you know, as parents, we're a little bit more selfish about the memories that, like, our kids are young and, you know, we want to preserve them for ourselves. But in theory, the, you know, the child meeting the character is probably the most important part and the picture secondary, right? So if we have one picture that exists for them to say, oh, yeah, I did meet, you know, Pluto or whatever the case may be, you know, maybe that's enough. You know, maybe we're just being a little bit selfish from a parental standpoint. Hmm, yeah. That's interesting. I, I mean, it's, yeah. it's yeah, it's definitely possible. I I I am not opposed to this. Um, I so, and you know, go ahead. Sorry. Well, see, but the thing is, that the, you're you're the person that should be the most opposed to this because you have the youngest daughter. <laughs> that's and true. So he, here's yeah, we've another got all question. Already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true. We we do. So here's the other here's the other question though, right? So what number? Like, so if you were to say you're only going to get one camera and a static picture, how much faster does the line need to be to make it worthwhile? 
twice as fast, <laughs> three times as fast? I, that's a good question. I see. I guess. I guess. See, my thing is the reason I'm not against it, right? And it's only I'm I'm only not against it because a it hasn't happened yet, and we haven't seen what it looks like yet, right? So it could be great. Right, it could be. What awesome. if it's like an NFL camera? Yeah, I mean, that what if floats it's... on the ceiling? <laughs> I mean, that, that would be pretty cool. Oh, that would be awesome. I mean, I know they did a little test of this before, but when they do tests of these things, they make them better as they go along. Every iteration gets better. You don't do a test and then just change nothing. I mean, so they did do a test of this before, and, and so a lot of people expressed that they didn't like it. But I'm assuming they improved on that. And so in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, let's let's see how this works out. Right? Let's see how it goes. It's a test. Um, I want to see what the pictures look like. I like the idea of capturing the entire experience from the very moment you walk in to the end of it. Because, you know, when I take pictures of my, my seven-month-old, I, I take them like, you know, a hundred at a time. <laughs> but, but, but you're hoping that's the case. We don't know if that's the case. We don't. We don't. No, we don't. But that's what Disney's saying is that they'll capture the beginning to the end and, and it'll, you know, be you'll get to pick from more pictures. That's, I guess, the idea behind it, right? But... Are they I don't know. Do optical zooms? Are like, are we going to get all of like the same? That's a good like, question. Depth like, of yeah, field. Yeah, good too? camera. Yeah, like yeah. The, well, because right, we're talking about like now we can start to get a little, you know, photograph nerdy here, and like you know, we talking like what aperture are we talking? Are we talking aperture eleven across the board? You know what I mean? Like, what are we talking? We uh, I don't no I don't know what that, that means. <laughs> oh, gosh, man, Tom, you have kids. You should know these things by now. Well, um, anyway, you know, like that 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 that, blur, <laughs> that that blurry background, yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of feel. Yeah. So that yeah. that's changed the, the with focal length. Yeah. 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 So again, that that's like I said, if we're all at the same, are we talking digital zooms? Or are we talking, you know, optical zooms or, or no zooms? Or it's going to be interesting. But I think there's a lot that needs to happen to make it you know really work for me and i just don't think they're going to go to that level yeah well, i don't know well i i think we'll just have to see i, I want to see how it turns out and you know i know a lot of people are concerned too it's like oh all these photo pass people are losing their jobs it's like no they're not they're still uh, going to need somebody there uh, yeah. Oh, yeah a they're still going to need somebody there but it's i feel like everybody thinks like when a tr- an attraction closes closes down that all those people get like fired and it's like no they need them elsewhere they they, they just they just go elsewhere like there's you know nobody's getting laid off because of this yet i mean it could happen someday but well, right with the amount what? of stuff that's opening up, like I know, they, I'm sure there will be new locations, new yep. stuff for these people to do anyway, right? Exactly. Like, so it's nobody's <laughs> losing their job over this as of now. So I wouldn't worry about that. But I, I am interested to see how it goes. I, I think. You know, it it always goes this way with with Disney fans, where it's you know we see the news and we're like we don't like change and freak out and you know extrapolate this to being the worst thing ever when you know we don't know what it's going to look like. It could be great. It might be terrible. I I, I don't know. So <laughs> I'm interested to see. Basically, yeah. is what what I want. I want to see how it goes. And I think that was. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, Trevor. I, I was sorry. I was going to say. I, I just have one last thought on this too. Is you know, kind of like how. Um, I think about how the ride photos work, right? You know, the ride photos are static cameras. No, we in the did same talk place. about this. Yeah. So but then so, I said to what did I say to you though? I don't remember what the response was, but but my, <laughs> my point was, you know, you know, you know how people can take a ride photo and you know, you see those ones on Facebook where people are doing funny things, you know, that you wouldn't normally see on a ride photo. I don't see why, you know, as people are doing photos with characters, like if the characters know where the camera is and like I feel like they could almost play to that as well like i feel there could be some unique pictures that come out of that because they know what to expect and it is predictable so so what i my rebuttal to that was 
is that how many times do you actually see someone actually print out and frame a ride photo is not as often, right? I'm sure there are people, right. and I'm right, but not as often as you have that picture of you know your daughter meeting Tiana for the first time and pulling on her dress, right? Because it is a static thing, and and even if you play up to the camera, right, still same focal length, still same this, still same that, right? Like that's the problem that I have with it. I get what you're saying, but like that's why people don't always buy ride photos, but they would buy photo pass. That's I fair. agree. Yeah, that's well, just and, me though. Well, and fair. like we I said, mean, <laughs> go ahead. Sorry, Trevor. It, well, yeah, it's it's a lot. You're right. It, that's totally fair. But we, I, I guess, I I need to see more before yeah. I pass judgment on this. <laughs> I agree with that. And I mean, yeah. if it's if it's really bad, I'm gonna say it's really bad. Well, I mean, it's this is not one of those things where I'm just like, oh, rose colored glasses, everything's great that Disney does. I I also know though that Disney doesn't do things that make people mad for a long time, right? So if this is something that people hate. They're going to get rid of it. They're not going to keep it because they I, want to sell photo passes. I think the other thing is, too, is for all the people that may not like it, right? I mean, your option is to take your pictures, right? Like, there is nobody stopping you from taking those pictures mm-hmm. if you want them of your kids. Now, yes, you won't be in them if you're the one taking them. I get that. <laughs> but, you know, if we're looking just for those specific, you know, child pictures that maybe you could take them and then jump into the frame, like, it's all possible. There'll still be a handler there to take it. Well, you know, we're assuming. Hey, again, Tom, I, this, you make a lot of assumptions without I, saying you're assuming. Fair point. <laughs> I'm so. reporting that officially. Uh, <laughs> right. Tom's don't get handler. us in trouble now. Don't get yeah. us in trouble. Um, <laughs> all right, I think this is where I went speed round, right? Because I don't no, think no, we talked no. What There's else did we talk Star about? Star Wars stuff. Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Like, yeah. If I miss this Cowboys game, I'm going to be very upset. All right, so let's talk about <laughs> the Star Wars stuff. Yeah. So, so Star Wars land in the hotel. Right. Yeah, the hotel. No, I didn't talk about Star Wars Land. I, I, I no, we talked, about, we the talked hotel. about the hotel. We talked about yeah. the hotel, yeah. We talked about the hotel because we started talking about the money. What we Yes, because I said there have been rumors about how much it's going to cost per person per yeah. day. So right? these are straight up rumors. Yeah. So we got a no couple, fact. <laughs> we got a couple things here. So first of all, Disney Skyliner, Mickey's Runaway Railway, going to open. Well, I get fall to talk about that after that. 2019. We 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 did talk about it in more detail later, but yeah. So I get my <laughs> I get my little point about it, but I have to do it all at once. Okay. I don't do well, let's talk Star break. Wars then. Let's, let's talk Star wanna... Wars. <laughs> okay. But all so, we talked about Star Wars was the hotel and how I'm trying my hardest to go with my wife at a thousand dollars a night for. Three night minimum. Well, you're also though. Remember, we talked a little bit more about the rides though too. Uh, how how you you got a little more excited about? Um, got, yeah, but Falcon I thought that was in my that was in my that was in my speed round though. Well, maybe I don't know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> don't go back to the tape. But that, <laughs> no, you you I, were really excited about Rise of the Resistance. Yeah, I, I, because of the fact that they so so Smuggler's Run is. Well, like, I don't even know what Rise of the Resistance is. That's the dark ride. Yeah, so so Smuggler's Run is the I, mean, I definitely didn't talk about this because I don't even know what it is. Because well, <laughs> we talked about the fact that they they actually highlighted the fact that there was stages and not screens. <laughs> that, screen. that was your discussion. So you guys already talked yeah, about that. that. I never that talked about that. That might have been me. <laughs> oh, <was it>? yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, okay. so let's talk about the hotel because that's let's all I care about. Let's talk about the hotel. Okay. All right, so the hotel, we, we said that there may be a rumor out there that it could be cost $1,000 per person per night two to three day minimum, right? Is that kind of what the rumor is floating around, which may have changed by the time we talked about well, it. Well, no, I, I think the rumors that are floating around are about a week because there are some permits that came out and then some more concept art. Um, so and about like, the number of rooms. Yeah, so the number of rooms is possible to be as little as 68 total. Yeah. 68 total rooms for the whole yeah. thing. 
Yeah, but I don't care about that, right? I cared about more about how am I going to get there and stay there and how much money is it going to cost me? Well, if right? there's there 68 be a- total rooms, it's going to cost you a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think that's where that $1,000 a night number, if which again, pure, pure conjecture at this point. Yeah. Um, I think if they keep the price high enough, you'll be able to get in. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think that that's going to be one of those things. If we're if we're legitimately talking $1,000 a night per person, let's call it a three-night minimum, two people, six grand. Yeah. Right. It, it's on par with a cruise, though. I mean, if you stayed at, like, the higher-end um, veranda ones on a great floor, I mean, you're talking about the same. And, you know, my wife thinks I'm crazy, but, like, would I do that over a cruise? Like, they, my family loves cruises, like, loves cruises. But, man, I would. I would. I mean, I, I would like to do it. I mean, this is, it's all yeah. inclusive, right? So, I mean, you're talking the, your, your accommodation. So is a cruise. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying though. It's, yeah. it's like a cruise in that way where you you've got your lodging and then all, all, all the food's going to be included. Your park tickets will be included. It's going to be on one price for the whole, whole thing. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that it's going to be tough. I think people are going to complain if the price is that high, but if there's only that many rooms, it has to be. Yeah, I mean, it has to be regular, really regular, yeah, regular sort of, you know, the demand has to be, you know, weighed by a price. Like you can't have people, everyone, there's no way they're going to do that, right? You just can't. So they're going to hit whatever the market price is to keep it full all the time. And I think that thousand dollar number is probably pretty close to what we're going to see, even though that sounds crazy. And I heard, like I said, I heard that they may do one for Harry Potter now too. If this concept goes well, you know, Harry Potter may do one as well. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you something. I, I hate to say this, and I'm sure the Star Wars fans are going to be really mad at me. But if I had my choice, I'd rather do Harry Potter over Star Wars. But I still want to do Star Wars. <laughs> I still want to do Star Wars because there better be a cantina and it better be awesome. Oh, for yeah. That, that sort of price. Um, I, I, again, I think, I think it's going to be interesting when the pricing comes out. I am going to try my hardest to do it as long as the, the price is somewhere within the realm of reason but i kind of talked about before is you know this might be one of those things i would do with my wife i mean i don't think she'd like to do it but like i have to go with somebody right like because who the hell's going with me um but i would do, <laughs> show I would trip do, yeah there you go yeah oh yeah I'm, I'm i would you know i don't think i would bring the kids to something like this um use all those sponsorship I, dollars we we got in, uh... <laughs> yeah i think it would be tough to to really well, I mean, you're talking fifteen thousand for me for three days, if that's the number. Again, that's, all yeah, conjecture. That's crazy. That's pricey. Yeah, that's yeah pricey. sorry. I, I'm sorry. I keep forgetting that because I've only got one. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I would do that with my son, but yeah, if I had three, you're right. It would be a different story. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the only other thing I could do is I could wait till my boys are in college and then take my daughter. But I think that would be like kind of backwards. But my my both of my older it. boys hate sci-fi and fantasy everything. Like, Even Star Wars, though, or do they? Or is that like they their one care. exception? They, they, they don't hate it, but they don't care about it. Gotcha. Like it doesn't matter to them. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it yeah. matters to me. Like you know, like yeah, again, yeah. Harry Potter matters to me too. Like you know, they, they don't <laughs> they don't think about it like that. They'll go watch the movie and go, ah, okay, cool. Well, what's next? You know. If it was a Gravity Falls side. hotel, oh. we'd all be in. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. That, Could I you would, imagine that? I'd Ooh-wee. be yeah, I'd be at the door in front of you. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think I think that if it was two thousand dollars a night for two days in Gravity Falls Hotel, I would cough up the ten grand to go. I really wow. would. Yeah. Wow. yeah, I love Gravity Falls. It's that, so good. So. All right. Hold on. I get my speed round now. Well, hold, but hold on before we say that. So I, I just thought there were some interesting things in the concept art for that. 
Amazing. All right. Okay, well, go ahead. Do your speed round. Do your speed Finally. Gosh, <laughs> these guys want to just keep talking to me. You know, everyone, you're going to have to probably listen to the same conversations twice probably. in the same episode. Like, I, I, I apologize for them for that's, you. That's why we apologize up front for yeah, the train wreck true. that is this episode. So enjoy <laughs> this train wreck, okay? <laughs> enjoy just enjoy it. Usually we're a little polished. This one's a train wreck. So I, I would agree. I think that <laughs> normally we are pretty polished. And that is, that is 99% 0.9% due to Tom. So let's at least, oh, thank you. You, you can insert a, you can insert a clap for yourself yeah. because it is definitely, you're doing that. It's so, so well done. Thank you. All right. Thank so you. that being said, all right. So I get to talk about the other thing. So the Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway, which is opening in fall of 2019, you know, again, I, I think I said that I, I was not as excited for that as I originally thought. I mean, it will be good to have Mickey back in the park, but you know, I, I don't know what kind of ride it's going to be. I, 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 you know, if I'm there, great. It's going to open at the same time that Star Wars opens. I, I find that crazy, but okay, awesome, right? Like, I'm betting a little bit before. But. Yeah, I would say too. I think actually what they're going to do is they're going to open that when everyone's really mad that Star Wars isn't opening until December 20th. <laughs> yeah, that's that'll <laughs> open like, yeah, that'll open like beginning of November and then Star Wars will open like December 29th. <laughs> well, I think, no, wait, I think December 29th is officially... Uh, Winter, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. maybe it is. So that okay, twenty yeah, eighth. Yeah. Twenty first. <laughs> Late fall. Yeah, winter. That's why I said the twentieth, and Tom wanted to go out on a limb and not understand that I knew when winter started. But okay, <laughs> whatever. Whatever. All right. So Skyliners won't have air conditioning. I don't care about this. It's hot in Florida. Deal with it. Like that's life. Like it's going to be hot when you get out. So what does it matter if? It, and I don't think they're going to be hot. I think they're what they said. Passive ventilation. They'll, They'll be, be fine. fine. They'll yeah. be fine. It'll be like having a fan blow in your face. Yep. Um, new rides at Star Wars Land. So. Again, I don't know what Rise of the Resistance even was, so I know I didn't talk about that. But now that you know Trevor talked about it in a dark ride, I don't know how I feel about it because I know nothing. So I talked about Smuggler's Run, though. And what I said was is that I thought it looked really cool. I was, I was more impressed than I was when I saw the original video. I thought the flipping of the, the stuff was going to be stupid, but seeing a video of it kind of more in action, I was actually pretty impressed with it and kind of excited to, to, to go on that ride. Um, the problem I'm going to have is, am I going to want to go on it more than twice? I, I don't know. Um, we'll see. But Rise of the Resistance, they talk about later in the episode. They don't. They didn't include me in that, so that's fine. All right. <laughs> Wonderful world of animation. I swear we did. But... <laughs> well, we're going to find out because if it's in the <laughs> second part of the episode. I mean, I, listen, here's the other thing, everybody. I, I'm going to be upfront with you. I do normally... I try to multitask through the what I would consider air quote here boring parts. So it's very possible <laughs> that I was like listening to a you know music video, writing an article for the website while Trevor talked about Rise of Resistance. I don't think so, but I won't put it past myself because it is possible. Sometimes they wake me up. It happens. All right, so wonderful world of animation. I would have snoozed through this. I probably would have been downstairs watching TV because I really don't care about that. Um, if it's a nighttime show or if it's Disneyland, Damon does not care. <laughs> yeah. Illuminations replaced. Ah, don't really care about that either, right? Like the only thing that sounded interesting is when you you know, whenever you put the LED letters into something, like I kind of get a little interested, but not really. So I'm not too worried about that. Um, let's see, the new experience, the name of the Ratatouille ride. I don't know how I feel you know, again, oh Canada. Sorry, Trevor, like it's a film. Like I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm going to watch it. We have a really preview. We have a really lively conversation about who should replace Martin Short in that. Okay. There's a, there's a tease. That, that's for a preview. You. There's okay. a tease. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't care enough to be involved in that tease. Um, the Beauty and the Beast film. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting. So uh, the Ratatouille ride. 
I don't know how I feel about it because, again, I don't like getting something that someone else got. But then again, we could talk about Pirates of the Caribbean and how that's so different in the two locations. So I don't know exactly what we're going to get here, but I- I'm kind of warming up to it because I'm warming up to that movie a little bit more, too. So, Love um, that movie. yeah, like at first I was like, ah, and then I watched it on the cruise and I was like, oh, and now I'm kind of like, hmm. So like I went through those three <laughs> stages. So this ride is a little more interesting than than maybe I thought. Um, let's see what else did you have? Oh God, yeah, I was mad about Guardians of the Galaxy because you know <laughs> I saw the videos. Like I'm not I'm not that intrigued by this ride anymore. When you talk, when you're telling me that maybe like I might be standing up and flying over stuff, you know, in, in previous rumors, I was a lot more excited by this. <sighs> and it, you know, listen, it's Ellen. You know, it had to wow yeah. me, and it just hasn't wowed me really yet. Like it's gonna point me in directions of elements. Yeah, okay, so does Spider Man at Universal, <laughs> right? That ride's older than dust. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what they do. Um, but I, I was, I was, you know, it doesn't seem as much of a thrill ride as I originally thought. You know, like I said, we'll, we'll see what happens because I think that's what people said about uh, the Toy Story Slinky Train, which, again, to me, still isn't a thrill ride. But I haven't been on it, so I can't speak, you know, <laughs> specifically about it. Um, the retractable lightsaber, I think you guys chimed in on this. I think whatever yeah. you said, maybe for shows, I don't really care. I we mean, talk about it in more detail later in the show. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, what? Like, I mean, I, I'm not that excited by that either. I mean, because uh, people are going to poke their eyes out if you give it to normal people in the parks. And, <laughs> you know, I don't know if that was brought up, right? But it, it was. Oh, okay. So <laughs> yeah. then I feel better. Yeah, there was a lot of ch- a lot. Yeah, there was a lot was of, a lot of chatter. You, you so guys unfortunately, it, don't worry. Yeah, unfortunately, I missed, uh, you know, maybe some things maybe I wouldn't have slept through. But I would have slept through about half of them. So it's okay. <laughs> All right. Well, anything else you want to mention before we... Uh, I don't want to say go because what we're going to do... We're going to do... Until our... we're right back after these commercial messages. That, that's right. We're going to have our commercial there we message. Go. And then and then be right back without Damon. So uh, <laughs> thanks everybody for understanding. Yeah, and if you want to tune out now, it's okay. It's all right. No, uh, the good part. <laughs> wait for the good part uh, right after the DVC ad. <laughs> thanks, thanks, right, Damon. Appreciate it. Well, I think this is actually a perfect time to uh, to do our our uh, sponsor here, do our ad for our, our friends at DVC Resale Market. Mm-hmm. And and then we can pick up with all the the destination D news and all the things that Damon just previewed for us. So, <laughs> okay. so as you guys know, we are good friends with DVC Resale Market. They are our sponsor. They are our friends. Uh, you know, DVC Resale Market is the leader in the DVC resale industry with eleven former Disney Vacation Club guides and two former Disney Vacation Club quality assurance managers. If you are thinking of buying DVC, like I uh, just put in an offer, uh, browse the largest selection of DVC resale listings anywhere with DVC experts on hand seven days a week to answer your questions. If you're thinking of selling your DVC on the other side, turn to the friendly professionals at DVC Resale Market where over 98% of listings sell within 30 days and over 2,400 contracts were sold in 2017 alone. So if you want more information, go to dvcresalemarket.com or call 1-844-DVC-PROS, which is 1-844-382-7767. Uh, let them know that Welcome Home sent you. Let you know. Let let them know that you heard about them from this show. That uh, you know, Tom uh, talked all about his experience with buying a, a DVC a resale contract. Uh, assuming my right of first refusal goes through, it goes through. Which you know, if it doesn't, it's not DVC resale market's fault. Okay, 
Just just put throwing that out there. So, but let them know that we sent you. They like to hear from our listeners. Uh, again, that's dvcresalemarket.com or 1-844-DVC-PROS. Please go out and go and check them out. Support the people that support this show. Um, like I said, they are great. They're the best ones to work with out there. I, I can't say enough about uh, how great those folks are over there. So uh, please check them out. And if you do have an experience with them, let us know. We'd love to hear about it too. And, you know, I... I had to really talk myself out of uh, putting an offer in on a contract last week myself, because <laughs> uh, yeah, the, their app is uh, their app is really good. Like it's it's yep. great for searching for what you want, and so I was looking or terrible for or terrible yeah. for <laughs> yeah 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 it could be bad could be good, but uh, yeah yeah I, w- I was searching for 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 what I wanted for like my user and everything, and uh, and I had one come across, and I was like I. I can't do it right now. Like I, I'm hoping that it'll be around in a couple of months because uh, um, just timing of of real life things. But sure. uh, yeah, it's it, it's definitely yeah, it's it's a good and a bad place, I guess, depending on <laughs> if you're in the market for points or not. <laughs> I do have to say, I've had I we did have a couple of listeners reach out uh, about the having two different membership numbers. And uh, it does seem like it's a little more challenging uh, than than I thought it would be. So I'm almost in a in a small way hoping that that Disney exercises their right of first refusal, and then I can, uh, you know, wait. What's that? <laughs> reset and try again. Yeah, reset and do the same use here because it does seem, from what I've read, it seems like you can only do one point transfer uh, per contract. So. Uh, you know, if, if you got it, you could do that one time only. And then, you know, if it, if you don't use the points from there, you lose them and all, all sorts of rules around it. So it seems like it might be a little bit easier to do, to do the same use here. And, you know, maybe I just got a little bit of an itchy trigger, trigger finger there. <laughs> so, but, um, I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm not, I'm not hoping not to get it, but, um, you know, I, I am hopeful that, uh, that it comes through or, or maybe not come through, but I, I don't know. I, at the same time, I want that contract, but at the same time, it might be easier if it doesn't come through. So we'll have to see what happens. But, um, like you said, it could be great. could be bad because, yep. <laughs> because, because it, it gives you alerts. It tells you when there's contracts available and you're just like, Oh man. And I haven't turned my alerts off yet. So I'm still getting them. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's actually, I guess for those of us out there that, you know, you, you look for those little, I call them Disney hits the like, yeah, you know, a yeah. little bit of excitement in your days, you know, you, you leave the app on with a very specific search and then when it pops up, you, you get that little bit of excitement, which, you know, is fun, <laughs> but yeah, just, just don't end up buying up a whole bunch of contracts that you can't manage. <laughs> yep. Like, like when I was just randomly, I don't even know what I was watching. I think I was watching football on Thanksgiving and then all of a sudden the Lion, the Lion King uh, uh, trailer comes out and I'm like, whoa. This made my day. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. But we yeah. don't usually talk movies here. We talk parks, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we try to blend the two. So that's true. <laughs> yeah. I, it looks great. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so as Damon talked about before, Destination D happened. Uh, you know, recently here. You know, we're a little bit behind on this news because, of course, it happened right after our last episode. Um, but. Lots and lots of news came out at Destination D, and uh, we're going to talk about all that news. Uh, you know, Damon kind of previewed a little bit here, um, and and I'll, I've put these both these things together because um, basically they've announced that the Disney Skyliner and Mickey's and Minnie, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Runaway Railway <laughs> that is that is a tongue twister. It's hard, um, yeah. 
Yeah, are both set to open in fall of 2019. There has been an insane amount of speculation about whether the gondolas are going to have air conditioning or not. Um, it has been confirmed that they will not. Now, I am adamant about this because I, this is one of those things that has been driving me crazy. Because, first of all, no one cared about the lack of air conditioning on the old gondolas. No one cared. And I know those were open, yeah. <laughs> but but this is also pretty open. Uh, they, they're gonna, it's gonna have a pretty well designed uh, ventilation system. The 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 front windows and the back windows almost completely open, and also there's ventilation coming in from the bottom. Uh, you know, I just it's one of those things where I think a lot of people aren't giving it a chance before it's even started. Um, I guarantee you that Disney has thought this through very thoroughly and that this is not going to be where you're sitting in stifling heat because it, there's no air conditioning on the system. So I, I don't know. I just it's one of those things that's been driving me nuts seeing people complain about on Facebook. And and I guess so I, I was kind of mulling this around in my head, too, because, yeah, same thing as I saw a lot of people getting upset about it. And I guess, so my thing is, is, you know, do you not go outside at all when you're <laughs> exactly, in right? Because like, like, I mean, walking from, so, so I think back to, um, like, like even when I, in May, when I was there and you know, it like, sorry, I come from a very cold climate, so I'm not used to Florida's heat at all. Like it's, it's, <laughs> it's a lot. And, you know, even walking from the ferry, where you get off the ferry, to, like, inside of Magic Kingdom, like, I noticed by then, I'm like, I was like, oh my gosh, like, it's so hot out here. But it didn't stop me from doing what I wanted to do. Like, I, exactly. I still, you know, you, you learn to deal with it, you make your way around. And, and I know people are like, oh, you know, it's these, these little sweaty boxes, like, but I, I guess, you know... <laughs> okay you know but you know you're outside and you know people are sweating and hot and everything and you know the people that would be in this box with you i assume are people that you're traveling with so exactly i mean it's, that's and that's the thing these are small enough and there's enough of them that you're probably not going to be seated with other parties even if it's just two of you you're probably going to have your own gondola yeah you know and, and and i guess i like i i think about you know i, I would rather be in a small space with just you know my private party yeah. versus being on the buses some days or even the monorail. I mean, honestly, you know, yeah. the monorail is very, um, <laughs> the, 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 um, it can be, it, it smells like a barn yard. Let's be honest. It, it, I, <laughs> I, I was trying to figure out a nice way to say it's very aromatic in the yeah. middle of the day. Um, and, it smells like and, tourists stink. <laughs> yes. And, and, and again, that that's because, you know, sorry, you know, you know, people sweat. It happens. It's, exactly. you know, we're humans get used to it. It's 95 <laughs> degrees and humid in, yeah. in the summertime. I, well, really, most of the time in Florida. I It's funny because I see complaining about this as like complaining that there's no air conditioning on the people mover. Like, <laughs> it's like, yeah. okay, you're still in the shade. You're, you're, and, and I think also people don't have a consent. They're everyone in their head. And I know I just compare it to the old, to the old Skyride system, which this is totally different, completely different. But, the big thing about this is you're, I don't think people understand what this is going to like look like. I, and I think that's where people are getting messed up, you know, be, where they're having a hard time because these things are going to move pretty fast. Yeah. I mean, they're going to be moving fast. <laughs> yeah. The, it's the, not like this, a slow crawl. Yeah. The, you know? This, this isn't, uh, so 
for for us in uh, so in, in Calgary, Alberta, we have an event called the Calgary Stampede every year, and and at the Stampede grounds, they have a gondola that goes over the entire Stampede grounds, but the whole ride takes like twenty minutes. It's very slow; <laughs> exactly. like it's not meant to be like a very quick, you know, you know, whipping you across to the other side of the park. It's you know a, a slow sightseeing thing. That's not what this is. Nope. Like it's not there for you to you know you know, sit and watch like, yeah, you know, you're going to have some great scenery, uh, going, going between the different resorts and to the, to the parks and everything, but it's a mode of transportation. It's meant to go fast. And exactly. Yeah. People seem to forget that. <laughs> and and with the moving fast, you have a lot of, I think of it like when you're on big thunder mountain, you don't notice that, you know, it, it's hot outside because you have the wind blowing in your face. This is going to be the same kind of concept. You're going to be in the shade, the wind, the vents are huge on these things, and the and you're going to be moving so quickly that air is going to be moving in quickly. It's it's not like you're going to be sitting in sweltering heat. I, I I just think people need to see it first before they judge, and and you know then if you get in it and you're like, oh, this is way too hot, then sure, then then you can complain about that and then don't use it. And but, and but until and again, then, you know, just let it happen. But and like anything else, you know, I know people say you know going out in you know June, July, August is is so like going anywhere is just crazy uncomfortably hot so you may yeah. just have to accept that <laughs> like i agree yeah i am very yeah. hopeful by the way that these are both going to be open when i'm there in early october um you know we'll see but i'm i'm hopeful that because the gondolas i think should be open very early fall i don't know about making minis and they really didn't give he basically said uh bob chapek said a year about a year from now so that could mean sooner than a year or could mean later than a year. I, you know, so I, take that with a grain of salt. Who knows what that's yeah. going to be that we don't have official opening dates and, you know, I, I'm just hopeful that those things start to open. Yeah. And actually I, sh- I should mention, we <laughs> we're actually even entertaining a trip next year around this time as well, but oh, it, nice. It, it's not solidified either. Like we, we don't know yet if we're going to do it or not but yeah right <laughs> it's I, I i i don't know if i could ever actually go over thanksgiving though it that just seems crazy. a little yeah, yeah a little too crazy. busy to me so yeah Anyway, uh, yeah. so uh, so that's that's uh, that's a little piece of news. I think the bigger news is the the Star Wars stuff um, yeah. that Damon kind of touched on. Um, so just a couple things here: the two names of the rides uh, are, have been revealed, and it's Millennium Falcon um, Smuggler's Run and Star Wars: Rise of the Resistance, and they release videos for these two things. If you have not watched the videos for these things, go to your computers right now or your phone, go on YouTube and look this up because these videos look amazing. Yeah, I mean, if you're not excited about Star Wars Land and you and you watch those videos and still aren't excited, I don't know. I don't know what to do with you. <laughs> I mean, this is because I've I've gone to the Void and I've done the experience there. I have a very high expectation, and these are meeting that expectation. Oh yeah! <laughs> so. Well- even in the, the rise of the resistance one, they show like a little clip of, you know, like, and I don't know how they're going to do this, but they show like a clip of people, you know, like walking around on a, on the bridge of a, of a destroyer or something. And there's actual physical people, but they, Disney came out and said that like, that's an actual set in the ride. It's not screens. It's like a real set. And, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to have live people there. I don't know if they're going to have animatronic. Like, I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah. I, I um, mean, I guess, I like you know kind of like the great movie ride. Do you cool think they'll? Be? Yeah. Do you oh. think like Star Wars the great movie ride? Like 
how great would it be if they had live actors in this ride? I think that would be really cool. You know, and I, I think this would actually, I, I'm really hoping that they do. I'm really hoping that the, this video is, is hinting at that because, you know, we, we always go on about, you know, how technology and, you know, things being on screens and all the digital effects, you mm-hmm. know, kind of take over the experience. And I, this would just really solidify my, um, my belief that Disney is doing it right. Yep. Because if if these are if there are actual live actors in these things, then I mean that tells me that it's still Disney doing Disney, right? <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, I'd even take the bad actors that they had in the Great Movie Ride because like ninety percent of the, the 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 tour guides for Great Movie Ride were not the best actors in the world, but they were still kind of fun. You know? <laughs> yeah, and it, honestly it was more like like you would get like the starting tour guide and then the trade off with the, yeah. either the the gangster or the 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 cowboy, right? Yep. And, and that was really what you were interested in, right? It was like, and, if you're and lucky enough to get the cowboy because the cowboy was only on certain during certain times. Was it? Yeah, it was like oh, a I thing was... where there was certain day, like not certain days, but it was like when they had it a, a certain like um, how can I say it? I want to say ride configuration, but or like how busy it was. Oh, okay. I always thought it was just random. Huh. But. Yeah, no, I there was there was it was something with that. I, I maybe a listener can tell us, but there there was something with however busy the ride was and how many of the ride vehicles they had in there. Sometimes they had to do the cowboy just for like the spacing, oh. you know, because the cowboy comes in at a different scene than the gangster does. Or, well, no, I guess it comes in the same scene, but I guess it was like a um a different. Well, no, it doesn't. It, does, it the cowboy yeah, no, comes in in the other scene. Yeah. yeah, so so I guess it, it's how they stop the cars, right? So, yeah, exactly. So there was something with that, um, but I, I don't remember. So somebody tell us if you know, um, let us know. But, but anyway, that's a but, huge yeah, aside. So, so to bring that back to what we're talking about is, yeah, you know, if 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 I'm I'm very hopeful that that Rise of the Resistance is that ride. I mean, we may be setting ourselves up here for you know disappointment, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't I mean, think I, we are. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know why they wouldn't would have made this video and and specifically pointed out that that was a set piece. Yeah, if they weren't planning something, <laughs> it seems like the majority of this. I I feel like Disney's almost taken the there's too many screens criticism to heart and has tried their best to make less screens. Uh, I, I based on what I'm seeing here, it's just they're trying really to go very, very real and very, very realistic, and you know, and, and it seems like that's what they're doing with this ride. I, I'm, I'm actually, I'm not gonna lie, I'm kind of more excited for the Rise of the Resistance ride than I am for the Smuggler's Run, and I'm excited for both. But I just, I, I it looks, it, Rise of the Resistance feels <laughs> like the evolution of the dark ride, and it's the trackless technology, and they're saying there's going to be hundreds of animatronic star troopers in there. I mean, uh, stormtroopers. I just said star troopers, stormtroopers. Um, <laughs> you know, please don't write me. I corrected myself. All right. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. It just seems, it just seems so cool. I, I'm excited for that dark ride. There's been, they've been saying too that there's, it's, it's two levels where your your car's going to get into a into an elevator at some point so you're going to go into a whole different level in the I mean they didn't announce that but that's been a, a rumored thing for a while so I, I don't know I'm just really psyched about that ride I think it's going to be so cool well I, I don't know yeah I mean it the, the end of the day it, like like you said you know the, this comes down to if this is immersive enough and like I said I I've seen it with the VR that 
I, I didn't think VR could be as immersive as what they did at the Boyd, and they did it. Like it was, it was, it was beyond any normal VR experience that I've seen. The, just the amount of the stuff that they let you do, even though it, it didn't, it doesn't seem like a lot, but you know, just being able to literally push a button or being able to interact with things, those are a big, yeah. that's a big thing. When you talk about these rides, you know, the Millennium Falcon is, you know, oh my gosh, you know, the buttons and, and they're not just, you know, it's not just random, you know, clicky buttons. They actually yeah. do things like they, they affect the ride. And then same thing on, on Rise of the Resistance is, you know, the the immersiveness of it i think is what's really getting us excited about it and i hope that you know for our listeners that that you know if if disney does this right we need to make sure that we let them know that because yep. that's what's going to pave everything going forward all of the all of the experiences that we want because it's not just rides you're not just talking about rides at this point right no. you're you're talking about about these experiences right they, they, that's what they want they want it to be you know you go in and you feel like you're sitting in the middle of of a fight between the resistance and um the new order they, they want you to feel that that you're standing in the middle of the movie and and i really hope that these rides do convey that so yeah no i i totally agree i just i noticed one thing they highlighted in the the, the millennium falcon ride was the just the 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 person sitting in one of the seats pulling back like the like the the, the accelerator like lever type of thing mm-hmm. and it's just like just seeing that is ju- i mean just the feeling of doing that and feeling like you're actually there as would be just feels so cool <laughs> i mean I, it's just just pulling <laughs> that back you know what i mean it's i, don't I know. would almost have to buy a leather jacket just to, do or, some cosplay. The vest. Yeah. <laughs> the, I, I would need, I would need the vest and the shirt just to get that feeling right. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll tell you what you do that and I'll yeah. show up as full chewy. All and right. then we'll just, <laughs> yeah. But okay. There, there we go. There's our, there's our, uh, our, our group uh, trip. show trip, yeah. a show trip. <laughs> yeah. We'll, 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 we'll go in and full star Wars, uh, cosplay. I'm not quite tall enough for Chewy, but uh, I'm, you know, it's, I'll just be a short Chewy. I'll be, you know, like well, his brother or something. And, and since uh, Damon's not here, um, we'll, we'll make him go in as Ray and there's no discussion. <laughs> <laughs> we should make him go in as like, oh gosh. Yeah. You're, you're going to be Damon, you're BB eight. Anyway. So, so let, let's continue stuff. on the, yeah, let's continue on this topic of immersion because yeah. of the the hotel, right? So um so I guess there was some permits that were released or, or so there was a couple of things Somebody so they, found some permits. Let's let's give WDWNT credit for showing this. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's correct. So so there there's two things. One there was the concept art was released for the hotel at Destination D, but then also the permits for the hotel layout seem to have popped up. Um I don't know how that happens, but uh I mean, I I guess they're public information, so you can find them, right? Yeah. So, but but I mean, these two things combined. So so the the hotel looks like it has, like getting into the hotel looks really interesting. Like they've got this elevator type thing that makes it look like you're you're. They're really trying to give that feeling of you leaving Earth and going and docking onto a spaceship, right? Or onto yeah. onto a luxury space liner. Yeah. <laughs> And, I, I found interesting the picture of like where your car pulls in and they didn't show this, but it kind of looks like 
they hide the rest of the hotel with trees or whatever. And so like when you're pulling in, it like seems like you're coming into like a spaceport or something, kind of what you're saying. Like, like, um, it it reminds me of like star tours, how star tours is supposed to be like on Endor or something like on the, like in the forest. And there's just like a small base there or something. Yeah, you're right. That the, the, uh, the drop off zone gives that feeling of that in the concept art. Yeah, and I, I there was a couple things I in the in the uh, that I that I thought were interesting. Like I, I thought it was interesting that you go through security before you go into the hotel. So like they don't you you won't go through any park security, which makes total sense because if you're going full immersion, that takes you right out of it, right? Yeah. I mean, if if you're gonna go through security to get into the park, you know, after you leave your hotel, like I, I love the idea that they're gonna do security before you get to the hotel, and that way you don't have to do it again. Uh, because you're going to be in this either in this building or in Galaxy's Edge the whole time that you're there, um, so I, I like that. I thought it was really interesting. Uh, the permits kind of show that there's. We talked about this earlier that there's possibly only going to be 68 rooms total for this, which means it's going to be insanely expensive. <laughs> yeah, but, or that, or the booking for this will be even worse than DVC. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't even know how that's going to be. Out. I don't even know how you compete for that. I mean, I feel like it's like the DVC tour of Soren where there's 15 spots and they do it once a week and it's just like impossible to get on it. I don't even know how anyone gets a spot on it, but yeah. Yeah. But I, I thought this looked really cool, uh, you know, and really interesting. It kind of answered some of the questions I had about it, you know, kind of some of the different things. There, there was also it was also revealed that it looks like you're going to be taking a shuttle of some sort over there, but I guess it's still going to be a shuttle that's in. I, you know, they say shuttle, but it could be it could still be like a trackless type of thing. It could still be like a people mover type of thing. Ooh, ooh, I know, I know. What? Um, it's going to be like the Hogwarts train in Universal. Oh, where you're like you like seeing things on the on like the windows or you know yeah it's, yeah you get into yeah, yeah. a vehicle and it, it does the transport and then you get uh, out and it's like it's like a a starport in Galaxy's Edge so and that actually oh, was, well, like maybe like the sides will have like you go into light speed so it looks like you're going fast even though you're not yeah and and it's just a, yeah it's just a transport that just takes you over to to the actual park now. That also kind of answers the question that I was thinking as well is that so if you go through security and so you're you're effectively staying inside of the park, that that's fine for you. How do they stop people that aren't staying at the hotel from getting back into the Star Wars hotel, right? Because it's a good th- question. That's what I was wondering is how how are they keeping them separate? But I guess if they do have a ride like or like a vehicle there for transporting back and forth i can bet you that you would you would have you know some magic bands yeah yeah yeah, it would be magic band access only so then that way you can't have the general public just wandering in there right i would think so i would also think that they're not going to have typical magic bands they're going to have something that's feels like uh in the universe right you know, yeah, it's, they're going to have a special. It's going to be a magic band, but it's going to look like something that's out of Star Wars. Like, you know, I don't even know what it would be, but it, I, something that would look that's that like that. Because again, it's going to take you out of the immersion if you're wearing a band that's pink that has a, a Mickey Mouse on it. You know, like that that takes you completely out of it, right? Well, but I mean, to be fair, some people may want to do that. They may want to just use their sure. regular magic bands, but I'm I'm sure they will offer their their flavor of magic band for the star wars experience i can't see them not doing that (laughs) yeah that's true 
Um, yeah. I, I'm just looking to some of these pictures that they put out are not very new, but if you look at like the, uh, if, if you look at the, uh, the, the, the permit, like kind of what the breakdown is and, and what the, how the star Wars hotels kind of broken out. It's really interesting because there's like a dining area. So I'm assuming you're doing all your dining either in this hotel or you're doing it in the park. Cause I'm, I'm assuming it's going to take, uh, you know, part of the experience is going to be you eating at the, the, you know, the, the cool restaurants that they're building there. The yeah. assumption, right. But, um, but yeah, it just looks really, also they're going to have larger rooms. So it's not just going to be like uh, small rooms. They're going to have uh, first class rooms that are bigger. So that's cool. But go ahead, yeah, it, well, I was going to say that that's great, but I probably won't be able to afford the standard ones. I mean, so I don't be either. Who, who is going to afford them? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's going to be crazy. So, yeah, um, I mean, it's... I, I mean, Go ahead. Sorry, I, I was just gonna say, I, you know, I I feel as though like like looking at the the plans for this is you know, it feels it feels as though I I hope that with the theming and everything, you know, it, if you're there for a couple of days, I I almost wouldn't want to be spending a lot of time in Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Because I I know that they have the feature there of you know you you can transport to Galaxy's Edge and back and all that and that's great, but. I mean, I, I would almost like, I would hope that this is set up in such a way that, you know, you know, there's stuff going, cause they said there's supposed to be things going on in the hotel, like events and st- like, yeah, yeah. It's not just like you sleeping in the hotel and you eating in the hotel. Yeah. Like, there's like other activities I, that are happening. Yeah. I, I would hope that this, this, you know, that, you know, yeah, you know, hanging out in the dining room turns out to be, you know, an all the, uh, like you spend your whole afternoon doing it kind of thing. <laughs> no, I mean, that's kind of how I see it. I mean, I, I think it's going to be one of those things where you're, you're, you, if you're doing this and you decide like in the middle of your trip, you're like, you know, I really want to go on Toy Story Midway Mania. They'll be like, no, you can't do that. Like you're, you're here. And this is like, it's that it's going to be very scheduled out. You know, I feel like it's going to be hour to hour. Like the, here's what you're doing. You know, I, 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 that's just, I feel like the only way that it can work if you're going to do the full immersion thing. Right. Yeah. I, I would assume either, I guess either through maybe through the My Disney Experience app, or maybe they'll give you a communicator or something of some sort. My Star they, they Wars would, Experience app. Yeah, they, <laughs> they they would need a way to keep engaging you on this stuff, right? Because yeah. like like if you just wander around, you probably wouldn't. Most people wouldn't stumble upon these things. I feel like they would have to keep you know kind of paging you and saying, "Hey, you know, you know." you got a message waiting for you at the starport or whatever, right? Like it's see, I'm thinking of it like the guided tours, like the VIP tours. I feel like someone's going to be with you all day. Like you're going to have a guide, you know? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, that's just what I'm thinking. I'm thinking there's going to be a guide with you at all times. That's going to be taking you through all these different things that you're going to be doing. That's a lot of guides. <laughs> it is but, a lot of guides, but if you only have 68 rooms, it's not that many guides. <laughs> I guess, but it's just, I, I don't know. I, I also feel it would be kind of immersion breaking too. Or, well, again, depending on what it would be like, is, you know, cause then, you know, every family has, you know, this guide with them. So if you see, if you look around and you see all of these, I'm thinking large groups. I'm not thinking like each family, like four person per guide. I'm thinking like 20 people per guide. Oh, okay. So, so more like, like you go and meet up with a larger group and then the group. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of what I was thinking. Oh, I see. Okay. I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. I mean, who knows what this is going to shake out like, right? So, yeah. 
Well, yeah, it should be fun. I, I can't wait to see what next fall brings because, yeah, oh my yeah. gosh, there's going to be so much stuff. <laughs> I know. It's crazy how much is opening next fall. Now, that, now, by the way, they haven't said when this is opening. And I, considering they just started construction, I think we're maybe a, you know, a couple years out for this still. So, Which, which honestly, I'm fine with that because, you know, get, give get Star right. Wars Land enough time to settle in yep. for everybody and then offer the next level, right? Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Um, so I don't know about you, but I was really excited about these announcements at Destination D. Um, all the different things that are going to be coming to Epcot, uh, as well as some other things that they've announced. A lot of nighttime shows, and I, you know, you and I are into nighttime shows, and like Damon said, he doesn't care. So yep. uh, it's a good thing he left. <laughs> yeah. So now so, we can talk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so those of you who have visited Hollywood Studios recently might have seen the movie Magic Show, which is kind of like a quick projection show before the Star Wars show. Um, you know, just basic projection that's going to change in May of 2019 to the wonderful world of animation, which is going to be like a, uh, you know, tribute to, to 90 years worth of Disney uh, 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 animation. So it's going to, you know, obviously be led by Mickey Mouse and there's going to be all sorts of other stuff in that. I don't think we need to talk too much about that one. It's it's more of a news item, right? Yeah. I think it's cool though. Yeah. And you know, I, someone's going to get mad at me for saying this, but (laughs) I like the Star Wars um, fireworks in Hollywood Studios, but I wouldn't be upset if they replaced them with this kind of thing. With just a production show? Well, I, I think it needs to be fleshed out a little bit more. Yeah, but yeah, that's, that's like I, I hope that this is kind of you know them phasing into whatever the next thing is that will be like the Hollywood studio show, because I know they've been doing star Wars because, you know, kind of hyping up star Wars land, but I feel when star Wars land opens up, I hope that they switch to something else. Oh, I, I fully believe that all the star Wars stuff in the park is going to end the second that star Wars land opens. Like you're not going to have the March, you know, going to love the stormtroopers marching down the, down the street. You're not, I think they'll close star Wars launch bay. They're not going to do the nighttime show. Like all that stuff is going to move into star Wars land. Like it wouldn't make any sense to have star Wars land and then have star Wars stuff elsewhere in the park. That just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know who knows. Maybe they will leave it open, but I think it's an interesting development. I, I think new things are always good. And I think it's also just kind of a nice fit for the park, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, um, I, uh, again, us planning our trip, you know, you're going in October. If we end up going, these are all, you know, these are great things for us to look forward to, right? (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Well, and so that's the other stuff that we're going to talk about, Illuminations. So one of my favorite shows of all time, uh, you know, was that we we talked a while ago that this is, uh, that that show is going to be ending next year. Um, and they said a new show would immediately take its place. And that new show now has a name and they have said what it's going to be. Um, I love this name called Epcot forever. Such a great name for a show, (laughs) right? I mean, I feel like that should be the permanent show, not the temporary show. Um, the name, but, um, you (laughs) know what I mean? Forever kind of implies that, but (laughs) yeah, I know. But, but, uh, the temporary show is going to be called Epcot forever and it's basically going to last until 2020 until the new show's ready. Um, it's going to have classic Epcot music and, you know, special effects and things like that. Um, so, which I'm excited, apparently it starts with, a, a, a you know, one little spark of imagination. So, you know, from, uh, from Figment, which is, you know, if you've listened to the show, you know, it's my favorite. So, mm-hmm. um, I, that's cool. I'm psyched about that. But the interesting thing is the new nighttime show, the permanent one, um, is going to be about how Disney music inspires people around the world, which 
I think it's cool. Uh, it, they're going to be introducing, you know, characters into the show, which I think everybody kind of expected. Um, but what they're saying is it's going to feature large floating set pieces, custom built LED panel, uh, LED panels, kites with special effects, which that sounds neat. Um, choreographed moving fountains, which was there before lights, pyrotechnics, lasers. Um, and it's set to debut in 2020. I, that sounds pretty cool. And they put out one piece of concept art that looks really neat, but I'm excited for both of these things. I'm, I'm still puzzling over kites because I mean, to me, <laughs> as opposed to drones, yeah, well, well, that was my thought is, you know, it would almost be make more sense to, you know, use drones because you can, you can control them a little better. Whereas a kite to me sounds like there, there's, at least in my experience with flight ki- kite, kite flying, flying. Oh you're at the gosh. mercy of the wind. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> you know, a, a bad day can result in, <laughs> in very unusual <laughs> things happening. So. Well, maybe kite is just kind of a misnomer for what this is. I'm assuming it's going to be some sort of controlled type of kite. I don't know what that looks like, but... So a drone? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it will be a drone. I don't know. But they did say that those kites will be in the Epcot Forever show. So I guess we can get a good look at what that's that's going to be. But um, maybe just a tethered drone? Maybe we call it that, a tethered drone? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I guess yeah, that works. But. I guess it's still a kite. Okay, fair enough. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, and I guess because they said that uh, they said that Illuminations is closing fall of next year as well, right? Yeah. Yep. So, oh so <laughs> I'm in this weird place where I want to see Illuminations one more time, like, and I hope it's still there when I go. But at the same time, I kind of also want to see Epcot forever, considering it's only going to be there for however many months. So I'm like in this weird spot where I'm hopeful that the old show will be there, but I'm kind of hopeful the new one will be there too. <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah. You know, I, I guess you've seen Illuminations enough times though. That's true. Like, That's true. I, I mean, I, I'm going to go see it one last time as well when we're there in January. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, yeah, my, my take is, yeah, I, I really hope that my next trip is that a lot of these things are open because I mean, the, uh, kind, of, kind of like how Damon says, you know, you can actually plan an entire trip around just doing all of doing the new, new experiences. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, and to that point, we, they also announced the name of the Ratatouille ride, which is uh, Remy's Ratatouille adventure, which I actually don't like. I really just kind of wish they just left it as Remy's adventure. I feel like the Ratatouille part is unnecessary. But that's just me. <laughs> uh, but I, I guess how I, 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 I get I, it I'm, because I'm, not everybody's seen Ratatouille, so you're gotta yeah. you gotta tie it into the movie, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm just thinking of is there any other is there any other ra- movie based ride that doesn't have the name of the movie somewhere in the ride? Oh, that's name? a good point. Mm. That's you know what I'm, you you might have got me on this one. I I'm literally I'm cycling through all of the ride <laughs> names right now, and I'm like, nope, that one, nope, that's Indiana Jones, nope, that, yeah, they all Star Tours doesn't say Star Wars in it, it says Star Tours. Mm, yeah, I suppose. Okay, it's close but, enough though. It's close enough. I'll, yeah. I'll I'll grant you that one. Yeah, it does have um, a big AT uh, AT outside too. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. You know what? You've changed, you turned me around on this and proved to me that I'm wrong. So, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm okay with it then, I guess. Everyone's just going to call it Remy anyway or the Ratatouille ride. So, yeah. 
you know, no yeah. one ever calls these things by their real things. Um, yeah. And, and honestly, I, I think at least for me, Ratatouille has not been on my radar for quite some time. Hmm. Like it, it's just, it was a good movie, but it's, if they said, you know, Remy's ride, I'd be like, who's, who's Remy? Remy? Like, yeah. yeah. I get that's why they have to yeah. do it because not everybody knows who Remy is. Right. So I, I, I get that. Yeah. I guess or, me just as somebody who really likes the movie, um, I, I just, I thought I felt like it was unnecessary, but, and, and, and me as a Marvel fan, the first Remy I think of is actually Gambit from X-Men, but <laughs> <laughs> so might there be some go. confusion there. <laughs> sure. That's, that's fair. Um, I, I, I wanted to know what you, how you feel about the O Canada film getting redone, uh, because, I, you know, it As needs to be official redone Canadian. For, what's that? Yeah, because you're our Canadian correspondent. Um, yes. <laughs> but I mean, that movie is super, super old. And it is. I love Martin Short, but how many kids know who the heck Martin Short is? I know. And, and actually, I guess it was, they had made some improvements to it back in 2007. But yeah, that, the original film has, has been maintained for quite a long time. And, a long time. <sighs> okay, yeah. I, I guess I grew up with Martin Short on um yeah, I mean he was he was in a lot of movies, um and, and like I, I watched uh Second City T V and SNL and all that kind of stuff with him. And so, I love Martin Short too. I'm I'm with you on this, but Yeah, so so I yeah, I I'll be sad when they replace him, but yeah, the the if the movie doesn't fit anymore or it, whatever he, he narrated, if it doesn't fit fine, replace it. I guess my only question is, is that who would they replace him with? Because that's a good question. That yeah. has to be someone that's a famous Canadian. I mean, there are a few, but Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> uh, Ryan Reynolds. I, I heard Jim Carrey come up as well. Ooh, so that's, but I feel like he hasn't been in a lot of stuff lately. I feel like he's been a little under the radar lately. Yeah. And, and I guess I, I was trying to tie it back to like, well, you know, who, who has their, what Canadian actors have been heavily involved with Disney in the past little while, but even Martin Short wasn't. So it's not. Yeah. That, that I saw really somebody on matter. Facebook suggest Bieber and I said, no, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm done with Canada. If that's the case. <laughs> yeah. I, I won't acknowledge. I I honestly think that a lot of people wouldn't acknowledge it if it was no. Bieber. But. I'm trying to think. I mean, I would love to hear audience. This is when we like to hear from you. Post comment on our next post about this episode about who you think should replace Martin Short in that in that film because I I'm, I feel like we're missing somebody like super obvious, but I can't figure out who it is. Yeah, and I, yeah, like I somebody said, somebody told for, me The Rock is Canadian. That his parent, one of his parents, is Canadian. Well, yeah, he he did live. He actually lived in Calgary for a short time. He was actually on the football team here, the Stampeders. So, um, I mean, but uh, yeah. So I guess here's here's my take on it overall. I guess uh, speaking as a Canadian, as a Canadian, I really won't be offended by whatever they do. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> we don't fair. get offended. Yeah, so whoever they pick or however they frame it, it like, I actually, you know, honestly, they, they could almost, uh, did you, have you ever heard of, uh, Bob and Doug McKenzie from, Oh yeah. Uh, 
It'd be hilarious. Yeah, for like Great White North or well, the movie the movie they released was called Strange Brew, but it was uh, Dave Thomas and Rick Moranis. Unfortunately, uh, that would never happen because I know Rick Moranis doesn't he doesn't, doesn't do act acting anymore. anymore but yeah. uh, you know who would have been perfect for this if they weren't dead is John Candy. Perfect. Yes. Yeah, that would would have been, been a good one. But hundred percent perfect. Sorry. Again, the problem is I think in our age group we're we're going back to like I'm going back to like eighties. Canadian stars exactly whereas I'm not as in tune with like Canadians in the last 10 years besides yeah you know the obvious ones like Jim Carrey and Ryan Reynolds um I know there's other ones it's just yeah none of them are jumping to the forefront in my mind so I I think Ryan Reynolds is not a bad one I think that might be actually a good choice but I, I don't know I think it would be hard for them to get him to do <laughs> or well, no, I shouldn't say that he's, he's, I mean, he, he's very off the cuff and, and yeah. sarcastic and all that, but I, I honestly don't feel he would be a good fit for that kind of show unless they change the entire tone of the show. They'd have to make it very, they'd have to make it serious. Ryan Reynolds. That's a, <laughs> but, not Deadpool but, Ryan Reynolds. They'd have to have to be like, you know, one of his rom-com Ryan Reynolds. But that's what I mean is that I, I feel I feel for Ryan Reynolds, if he wasn't breaking the fourth wall through the movie, I wouldn't enjoy it. That's a, you know what? That's a fair point. That's a fair point. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let us know what you guys think. We, we want to hear from you about that one. But I, I'm, I mean, it's one of those things where it kind of needs to be done. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, yeah. again, that's fair. And, you know, whatever their take on it is, you know, I, I'll admit, you know, as a Canadian, I, I do get a laugh out of going into the Canadian pavilion because, um, it does represent small slices of Canada, but it doesn't represent Canadian life <laughs> because well, I, yeah, it, it we, represents like what we think Canadians do. Right. Yeah. Because like when I, I remember walking in the gift shop and I'm like, Oh, there's maple syrup here. And I'm like, that just feels like, <laughs> like you, you I buy I that mean, at the, at the airport on your yeah. way home for people because <laughs> yeah, I just like it's it is funny that way but I mean that's how I feel kind of all the countries are at Epcot right I mean it's kind of like a what we feel like that country is even though it not necess- isn't necessarily that I mean because even the American pavilion is so ridiculous <laughs> so yeah like I said it, it gives very little glimpses of it yeah um, but but I will say this is you know they they like I think everything there was roots um apparel which is a is a brand name from here in canada and i mean like there is a roots store at the mall but it's not like you know people are walking around wearing that stuff all the time like you know you may buy like yeah, yeah. Uh, a toque from there or well, sorry a beanie i guess you guys call them <laughs> um but yeah it's <laughs> I, I i don't know like i said i just i i find it amusing I guess that that just the things that get picked as being representative. So I guess going back to the movie is, you know, they, I'm sure that the, like, you know, they show some really beautiful aspects of Canada, you know, you know, the, some of the, the wilderness and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I'm sure whatever they do will be fine. And it, it really just comes down to, you know, who they choose to narrate it. But I I won't be upset one way or the other. <laughs> Well, they usually do those things too, like the movies within, like in association with like the tourism board or whatever of that country, you know. So I feel like they usually have some input on those to oh, show yeah. all the places they want to show, right? 
Yeah, I mean, I I think the the current O Canada, it basically, I feel like they they pretty much got representation of every province in Canada. So that's cool. Yeah. So so I mean, it it doesn't like I said, it's not offensive or or inaccurate or anything. It's just, I I I guess like I said, from our from our point of view, it's kind of like you know whatever you do, that's cool. (laughs) <laughs> makes sense yeah. um so just uh is there anything else you want to say about that because we got we've got so many more things to talk about we're right, like yeah. we're, yeah, let's, we're let's like already moving. like okay. one of our longest episodes which is yeah. cool i i've heard from a couple people don't worry about how long we do these things because they enjoy listening so that's cool all right well, we'll keep going gonna be a long one <laughs> yeah, it is gonna be a long one for sure yeah. um so one last thing from uh destination d uh that and that is there's going to be a beauty and the beast sing-along uh, that is going to be coming out in France. Uh, it's going to be in the same location as the French film that, that you can go and see, similar to the O Canada film. Um, but it's going to play at different times. So they're not getting rid of the French film. They're just going to play it at a different time. I know for my wife, uh, she is very excited about this because she very much enjoys a, a good sing-along. Uh, and Beauty and the Beast is her favorite movie. So I think she's going to really, really enjoy uh, having a Beauty and the Beast sing-along, uh, especially since she knows all the words to it. So I, I think that'll be uh, that'll be cool. And I think it would be a nice little addition there. You know, just one, a little extra thing to throw in Epcot. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. They. This is what we've been saying for a while is that Epcot has been so Stagnant? neglected. I guess you <laughs> yeah. could say. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, yeah. You know. You know. I know people don't like Disney stuff taking over the world pavilions, but no, the the this is a perfect fit. I think. It, 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 you know. Agreed. You know, Beauty and the Beast is a French story. It there it, it takes place in France. I, I feel you know. Why not? <laughs> Makes total sense to me. Yeah. So that's that's it for Destination D. I'm totally blanking on what we're talking about now. Uh, uh, we were going to talk <laughs> about the Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Right? So I, I disagree with Damon on this. I, I I thought the I thought the cars looked pretty cool. Um, for those that haven't seen the picture, we'll post it along with the podcast notification. But um, they look like uh, they look like the um, Milano. I mean, they do. It's like mm-hmm. kind of orange and blue, kind of funky. Uh, pretty neat. And then they also uh, showed some test video of the cars turning, which looked also pretty cool. Um, the thing I thought was interesting is that Bob Chapek said uh, the show building is large enough to contain four spaceship Earths, which is crazy. Uh, well, yeah, but how much of that is just dead space yeah dead dead air space, i'm assuming he means because spaceship earth earth is pretty large i'm assuming he just means like if you just took the ride piece of it right. and put it in this show building there could be four of them okay but but <laughs> so so it better be you know a much longer roller coaster than the last couple of ones that they've done <laughs> so i believe he said though i i believe chapek said in a, in a previous thing that it's going to be the longest roller coaster it's gonna be like the longest roller coaster of its kind in the world or something so okay no, so there's no, that that's <laughs> that's good i mean that th- that justifies the the large building that everyone seems to not be happy with but uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah for how large it is and how not conspicuous at all it is well okay but uh, i i don't know i i think we'll have to see when it's done how yeah. We'll see what it looks like. Conspicuous it is otherwise. I mean, you know, 
I guess my thing is, you know, people complain about sight lines and all that kind of stuff is like, you have a large sphere sticking up out of the ground that you can see from pretty much everywhere, <laughs> well, which is I, one of your rides. <laughs> That's but, the other thing, though, too, is like you can see the show building for uh, Soren like really easily from the whole park. And no one says a word about that because they don't know what it is and don't care. Because it's <laughs> part of the land. Exactly. It, the, the land is, the, you know, it's a, it's a built like... Yeah, I mean, the land was there before, and it was like, oh, you know, it's just, it's a building. And yeah, I, I think it's, you know, people want it to, I don't know what people want, honestly, with that. It's like, I, I don't know either. Yeah. I, I mean, mean I, they, they want it to look cool, I guess, but then people would complain and be like, oh, it's ruining Epicot. It just, it doesn't look like everything else. It looks too futuristic. It's it's sticking out well, like a sore thumb. You know, like, well, no, that's what should, you would get. It should look <laughs> futuristic, though. I'm, I'm hoping that at the end of the day, you know, it'll... I'm expecting it'll look like something on uh, on Xandar, which is the the yeah. one planet that they go to in Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, that's what I'm assuming too. Yeah, I'm. I'm. That's what I'm hoping. So, you know, it'll it'll look like a building from Xandar, which you know those buildings didn't like they they looked futuristic, but they were still buildings. So exactly. And, and I mean, you've got you know you've got Mission Space next to it. You've got Test Track next to it. You've got. Um, or you'll have the new uh, spaceship themed restaurant in there as well. Like, I, the I don't whole think space section. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it it'll all be themed appropriately for what it is. I think. Exactly. No, I, I totally agree with that. So, I, the other thing he said was, "This is going to be quote a storytelling coaster, and each car will be programmed to point riders in the direction of elements throughout the course of the ride." I think we kind of knew this. Uh, you know, we, it's been talked about a lot, but I, I just kind of think of it as, you know, kind of how the doom buggies work in, uh, in the haunted mansion where they point you to what they want you to see. And, and just in this case, it'll be a roller coaster instead of a slow moving Omni mover ride. It'll be, it'll be fast. So pay attention. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Although if if it's going to be that long of a track, there's probably going to be points where you just stop. Right, and I mean, it's it's probably going to be points where you either stop or go very slowly, I would think. But I don't know. Well, I mean, it, I mean yeah, roller coasters typically have there is break points, so yep. yeah, and and yeah, the reasons for that is you know they want to control the ride moving through certain elements, but also to make sure that you know the the trains are like that they can run multiple trains along a track. They have to have those break points so that. So that the trains can can clear them all, and not of run course, into yeah. each other. So, yep. I mean, yeah, I guess that makes sense. You know, yeah, maybe it'll be easy. You know, you break, and then you know the car can, you know, it'll do a three sixty kind of in line with something that's going on, in like you know the Milan is flying around you or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I, I would assume that that's the case. Uh, you know, I, I I'm interested to see what kind of animatronics that they put in this thing too. Um, you know, I I I don't know. I, I it should be interesting to see how this goes. Well, I mean, Rocket and Groot. That's all I want. That's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need, right? <laughs> I, I know they did. They did Rocket on the the Mission Breakout in in California. Which looked and, incredibly cool, by the way. Yes. Yeah, so you know, I, that's I'm expecting that. You know, I better see Rocket. I better see Groot. Beyond that, I mean, yeah, you know, I'll, Gamora and Drax and and Star Lord. Yeah, yeah, they should be there. You know, they're cool, but I, I think, yeah, everyone wants to see Rocket and Groot. 
Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no. So I thought I thought that was some cool news. Uh, you know, nothing too shocking, but it, it was neat to see what the design's going to look like and, and that kind of thing. So yeah, for sure. And yeah, again, it like it. It's. It, I I don't agree with Damon that you know he, I I know he wants it to be like like um like a Six Flags type roller coaster. Yeah. I don't think that's necessary myself. But no, I I think this yeah. is again. It's to me, it's like the evolution of the dark ride. That's that's yeah. what it, it to me. It's almost like a it's a hybrid dark ride roller coaster. I think it's cool. Yeah. So the last thing we had on here was something Damon kind of brought up uh, before about the retractable lightsaber. I am much more positive about this than he is mm-hmm. because I like you said. I think this is this is something they're going to use for shows, but I could also see them selling this too. It would just be really expensive. But the idea is, you know, the ones that are out there now are like those plastic ones that you you know you kind of like flip out and it and it comes out and it just looks not that it looks really fake because how how would you make a real looking lightsaber? But the idea behind this There's is something that... There's always the rod there, though. Like yeah, the, yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, it, this is uh, basically has... Uh, it's it, They filed a patent for a sword device with a retractable... Uh, retractable. Retractable uh, internally illuminated blade. So other uh, otherwise known as a lightsaber. Um, and basically what this does is... it's and this is from WDWNT, they they note that it works like a motorized tape measure. So basically you press a button and these tapes will extend the total length, uh, you know, of what the lightsaber will be. It'll have LEDs on the inside. So I, I'm thinking they use this for shows or for the hotel or maybe even to sell. Um, but, you know, and, and have it be like a more realistic looking lightsaber. I think that's what they're going for here, right? So I I will just disagree with you on the selling point. Okay. And purely because of the fact that I can see the very first time some kid picks up one of these lightsabers and he pushes the button and either extends out and stabs him in the eye yeah. or stabs his brother in the eye or stabs Lawsuit. his dad in the eye. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I thought about that. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that would just be the deal breaker right there for why they wouldn't sell this thing because it's just... I mean, it feels I, I know you dangerous. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I know you can get, you know, like, like, you know, Walmart sells the, uh, the other versions of the lightsabers where, you know, it's like the collapsible blade. Collapsible plastic. Yeah. And, cones. And, you know, yeah. You swing in it all. It extends out. Right. But the difference with that is, you know, you have to do a motion. This is like, you know, you push a button and it's like a finger coming out to like <laughs> jab someone in the face. So, yeah. well, and if you watch the movies, I think if they're going for super realistic, it, it's going to, it would come out of there fairly fast. Yeah. Not super fast, but fairly fast. <laughs> yeah. But, but no, I can definitely see it for like the stage shows. Like, cause I know mm-hmm. they have the, uh, like the stage show in, uh, in Hollywood studios where, you know, they get the characters get up on stage right now. The, the, uh, the weapons that they use are the lightsabers. Again, it's, you know, that plastic tube thing with the, where it lights up. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's okay. But yeah, I, I think it would, yeah, it would just be that next level if, you know, yeah, Darth Maul gets out there and the sword actually like, extends out properly it would be like whoa <laughs> yeah that would be that would make it feel really real yeah i think it'd be really cool yeah but 
I, I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see what happens with that, too. I just thought it was interesting to bring in because it was another patent that they put out there. And I think anytime they do a patent with any of these types of things, it kind of fascinates me. And I'm, I'm, I'm interested in what they're doing. So, yeah. And and I, I think I think just being aware of these things is good because, yeah, I, at least for me is, you know, I know that there's they're progressing on these things. They're they're not just, you know, going, oh, yeah, no, we made a lightsaber, you know we're good right it's can you yeah. imagine like one of those cheapy like ones that they sell now like if one of the actors on like unstage pulled out one of those out like you know just quickly like did that hand motion to make the lightsaber come out and had those cheap sounds to it like that would look so <laughs> terrible that would be the worst <laughs> yeah exactly I mean, he's just doing the sound with his mouth yeah. <laughs> what kind of show is this i thought this was disney <laughs> yeah um, but yeah, so I, I mean, if it's only used for the stage, cool. If it's also used to be sold, I mean, I could also see, you know, people suing the heck out of Disney for it too. So, yeah, yes. but we don't have any rumors today. That's, that's all we had for today was the destination D stuff and, and lots and lots of news. I, I think a lot of cool stuff going on. So uh, I'm excited about all of it, but, um, why don't we go ahead and wrap up unless there's anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, I, I think, I think we covered quite a lot today. It was, yes, we it, did. it was a good good couple of weeks for news <laughs> for sure yeah we were we were dying to we almost did like a mid midweek show because we like so much cool stuff came out we yeah. badly wanted to talk about it so we had to wait though we waited yes <laughs> so go ahead go ahead and wrap us up there trevor all right uh so yeah as as usual guys uh the email address is welcome home podcast at gmail.com so um we <laughs> we haven't gotten a lot of uh of mail in the last couple of weeks but i think that's because you know people have been on vacation you know thanksgiving mm-hmm. stuff like that so everybody's I mean, been quietly we, we used to get a lot more so yeah I think it's I, the holidays but, like you said but. yeah and and i understand that because honestly i think i think even for us on the show you know we've been busy too you know it, it, like you know sadly as much as we all want to spend all of our time talking about disney and everything is you know real life gets in the way so Yep. We understand that, but you know, again, we we still do get those emails. We still love talking to you guys, and you know, going back and forth, whether it's on, whether it's through Gmail or Facebook, um, it's great. Uh, I'm not even going to w- mention the website this week. <laughs> it's there. Um, yeah. Google it. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, of course, you know, we we are on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. So Facebook is Welcome Home Podcast. Twitter is Welcome Home Pod. Instagram is welcome home pics. You'll stuff gets posted um, when we post, you know, pictures and stuff. You do see them on Twitter and Instagram, so you can follow us there to kind of keep tabs on on what we're doing and all that. Um, but yeah, you know, we we love we love hearing from you guys on Facebook. You know, keep the likes coming, keep the the shares and the follows because uh, again, it just it, it gets us out to a bigger audience and it helps us, you know, you know, make Bro. more of the podcast. So. Yeah. Definitely. And, so, okay. So, sorry. <laughs> I, well, I was last thing I was going to say is, you know, um, uh, if you found us on iTunes or through uh, Google Play Store, leave us a review because we we like to know if we're doing well or we're not doing well. Um, also, yeah, don't you know, don't give us a one star and don't tell us why if you didn't like what we're doing. You know, we we like the feedback. We like you know, we to get better. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we try to we try to do this podcast as well as we can, but um, we don't know what we don't know. So 
again, give us some feedback. We appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, we don't appreciate a one-star review that says, I don't know why I don't like it. I just don't. <laughs> it's not <Yeah>. helpful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, of course, don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode, you know, pop right up on your app and let you know that we have a new one. Even auto-download us. That'll be good for you, too, so you don't even have to bother, you know, downloading us. It just automatically does it for you. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, um, Google Podcasts, uh, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, anywhere you can find podcasts, we are there. Uh, you know, just search for Welcome Home. You'll find us pretty quickly. Uh, of course, just a reminder to our listeners, as always, Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company, and as such, any and all opinions we express on this show are our own. So please consult the DVC representative for more information, a cast member, call Disney directly. Uh, they're the ones that can have, you know, the real correct answers. Uh, thank you to DVC Resale Market, as always, for sponsoring this episode. Uh, please join us me- next time for more Disney Parks discussion and, of course, more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. This is Skipper Albert Awal, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. We'll do a huddle when we hit a chair. How she can cuddle is no man's affair. I looked around from pole to pole, found her in a sugar bowl.